Thursday afternoon, so earlier this afternoon, uh, Gareth Southgate has announced his England squad face Croatia and Spain. I mean, wouldn't it be great if we could find somebody who knew a bit about football that could pass his comment on? Well, that's just lucky, isn't it? Live on Facebook and across the <laughs> South, it's only Latisse. Matt Latisse, afternoon. Good afternoon, mate. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, life's good, mate. Life's good. Good, good, good. Uh, we're going to talk a bit of golf. We're going to talk a bit of um, uh, fans, a bit of Twitter. We're going to talk primarily as well about this gig coming up. Um, at the O2 Guildhall. But first of all, that squad. I mean, was it was it any anyone on there that really jumped out? Uh, I think it was it's quite interesting um, that uh, Jaden Sancho um, has, has man, been selected. Many people who, just won't have heard of. Well, yeah, because we don't get to see a lot of German uh, football over here on yeah. the on the television. I don't see a great deal of it. Um, so fantastic to see uh, a young English talent doing well abroad and, and being recognised for that. Um, and there were some, yeah, some interesting ones. Uh, I think obviously Mason Mount uh, is another one that's caught the eye, doing very well at Derby. But um, uh, I think Gareth does, you know, put a lot of faith into the young lads that he perhaps saw, um, you know, coming through when he was um, the the manager at, at younger level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, I think it's it's great that he's not afraid to put these guys into the squad. And it's nice the uh, FA have shown faith in him as well because they've extended the contract to 2022. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, I don't, I don't care what you come out with about the World Cup, whether it was easy, right, blah, 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 blah. Those few weeks will stick with me for a very long time. Yeah, I think it will a lot of people, to be honest yeah. with you. And that's the most excited that I've uh, I've seen in the country since 1996, probably, yeah. you know, when the, when the Euros were here. Um, but in terms of a World Cup, you'd have to go back another six years then to, to 90 when, you know, Gary Lineker was knocking them in. And but I think in 90, there was a degree of expectation there, wasn't there? I, I think, I think, we yeah, go, I think probably... When we went into this one, nobody had any. Yeah, I think if, if, we'd, have, um, if we'd have struggled to get through the group stages, uh, I, I don't think anybody would have probably been no. <laughs> uh, surprised. But back in 1990, yeah, there probably yeah. was, you know, we had a, a pretty good team then and you had a young Gazza who kind of took the world by storm in that tournament so um, I thought uh, yeah you're right it doesn't matter what the opposition no. were we still got to the semi-final absolutely yeah. and if you get a bit of luck with the draw so be it you take advantage of it um, and, and I certainly got you know got carried away with it all mm. and had a fantastic summer with it and obviously you know the weather here for for this summer was incredible as well so I think there was uh, a lot of people will remember this summer for a long time to come I'll be honest with you as a seasoned grumpy football supporter of God knows how many years I still kept it in check. I just didn't think we were gonna, we were going to quite go all the way. And then oh, you got when Trippier scored the, that free kick oh, in the semi final. Yeah. I was I was all over the place. I was all over the place. But then you got all the glory seekers that that you know what watch the FA Cup final and that's it. You know they go oh we're going to win it and you think on oh, what premise do you think that I, I don't know because I'm got excited about it. It's like, oh. Uh, it was there happy you. days. But it was good days, yeah. And, I mean, it was great summer. And, uh, uh, and you know, I, I, I love my football, but sometimes I always feel like the football season begins a bit too early. That first couple of weeks when it starts in August, I can't quite get into it because I'm still in summer mode. Yeah, and it's really difficult as well because you, you kind of get a couple of weeks into the season and then it's like, oh, now we're going to have a break for some internationals. You know, we, we've just watched the World Cup. Yeah. You know, got all excited about that, and then you kind of just back into it, and you just think, oh, oh, okay. So, you, and then it's another couple of weeks, and then I'm going to have another break. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, I think the Premier League season, I think, just doesn't really kind of get off the ground for me until kind of the November 
uh, international uh, is, is out the way. And yeah. then you've got you've got those few months where it's just focusing on the Premier. There's no internationals till I think it's March when the next one comes round. Um, and I think the Premier League really takes centre stage during that period of time for me. Scary thing is though that you know people look at these opening games and you know you already see managerial casualties, but by by the next couple of weeks. In the Premier League, a fifth of the season will be over already. I know it does. Yeah, it it's really crazy. does. It's it flies it by, doesn't it? It does. Once you once you're into it, it's just mentally, you know. And one week just flies by into the next. I'm, you know, I'm receiving an email today telling me what game I'm going to be watching on Soccer Saturday on the on the weekend. Yeah. And I think, blimey, <laughs> I just when feel like they... I've just finished watching the last one. Yeah, I love it because you always tweet which games all of you've got. You've got this one. Mercer's got that one. And I'll we'll be doing that well, later. Yeah, <laughs> well, you're good. I like to see it. Um, uh, and obviously, do they ever let you watch Southampton? Or not? Uh, not anymore. No, no they, uh, they they changed <laughs> I didn't that want to rule. Bring it up. Many years ago, they changed <laughs> that rule. But I think uh, I think they had a few complaints that perhaps <laughs> some of our. Our commentary on the games was perhaps a little bit biased. Yeah, um, but then again, you see, I listen to commentaries on the radio as well, and I hear Alan Green on Five Live, who's a massive <laughs> Liverpool fan, yeah. and they let him commentate on Liverpool I games. Know, and, uh, you know, Gary I mean, Neville commenta- co-commentates on the on Man Manchester United, United games as well. Yeah. yeah, I mean, what do so, they know? Honestly, I think we should start a campaign to get yeah. us boys watching our teams. Get again. Matt back on the Saints <laughs> games. Thirteen minutes past four. This is Grace Carter, and then on the eighth of November, it's a Saints evening of football with Mick Shannon and Matt. Letitia at the O2 Guildhall in Southampton. Saints fans getting the opportunity to listen to stories told firsthand by two of the most prolific goal scorers Southampton has ever known. And we've got half of them here today. <laughs> Matt Letitia is here. We're live on Facebook as well. If you want to send Matt any congratulations, any good wishes, um, and also any uh, questions, then that would be great as well. So a lot of people asking straight away on, on Facebook, where are Saints going to finish this season? Go on, crystal ball, go on. Um, at the start of the season, I... I... My prediction, my best guess, would would be around mid-table, kind of twelfth area. Yeah. Um, and um, at this point in time, I'm hoping that is where we will finish. <laughs> a little bit lower than that. At the yeah. Uh, long way to go. I know, and uh, I mean, you're you know, you're very prolific on Twitter. I follow you on Twitter, and I mean the uh, the banter that you have with fans, not only from Pompey, from Saints fans as well, but from yes. Liverpool, Man United, Man City. It's a great laugh. How you have the patience of a saint, literally, I do not know. <laughs> um, it, it's interesting. Uh, I've certainly learnt a lot, um, but I think the, the the good thing about the way that I I deal with it is I don't kind of take things too seriously. I don't take things to heart they do nobody can no there's nothing anybody can say on there that can upset me right and that's the, that's the greatest thing about it so you just you just have to stay cool calm and just be, just try and have a laugh with it that's the way that i've lived my life and that's why i do my twitter feed but seriously the van dyke saga from last season <laughs> that just still continues it's just madness isn't it it, it is indeed uh but it's all all good fun and, and to be honest you know I, I i do respond to a lot of the the stuff that's that's not particularly nice because i find it amusing um but it is in a, in a minority uh, to be honest there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of nice stuff that's on there, there as is well some great and, stuff uh, on there. And, and yeah you have to put it all into perspective and uh, at the end of the day it twitter's not real life is it because no. these people Thank that goodness. Are saying these things to you wouldn't dream of saying it to you if they were stood right in front of you in the street Dominic Smith says uh, where do you think Bournemouth will finish this season wow they've had a fantastic start yeah. uh, they really have and, and I'd fully expect Bournemouth to, to finish in the top half of the table this season I think they've um you know, they just play some some really good. They remind me of what Southampton were like three or four years ago. To be honest, <laughs> I mean Eddie Howe is he's one of those. He's a bit mercurial now, isn't he? He's really indeed. Yeah, I mean, as long as he can um, kind of just 
uh, get a lid on the, the, the goals conceded because uh, they on occasions they do look a little bit leaky but they, they're always scoring goals so they yeah. always have a chance in games yeah. they're great to watch I must just ask as well, what do you think the mighty Taunton Town will finish this season in the Evo Stick Premier Division South? Well, that's that's a tougher <laughs> one, to be honest. My knowledge of the Evo Stick Premier South is not that great, to be honest. But you're going to say first, aren't but you? But they'll probably win it by yeah. a mile. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hold you to that come May. Uh, Sky Sports, Soccer Saturday. Uh, the, I mean, the banter is well known. It's well, for, you know, everyone's seen it. It's, do you know what? You are you must be on in every single bar in every single football ground at half time and after the game. On a, you do realise that, don't you? Uh, well, Everyone is watching yeah, but it. But that's the thing, you, you actually don't realise because obviously you're never watching yourself on no. the telly, so you never quite know where it is. Obviously, when I when I have a, a week off or stuff and, and, and I'm sat at home watching it, uh, it's it's quite surreal. Um, and to to sign, I mean, we've been together a long time now. That that core five of us with yeah. Jeff and, and, and Charlie, Tomo and, and Merce I mean it has been quite a long time so we kind of know each other's foibles we know what will wind each other up if we just say the right thing uh, and just know how to press each other's buttons but the great thing is we can have we can have arguments on there we can have debates on there um, but we, we all know that once that debate's finished and we've moved on to the next subject that's forgotten about and you don't you don't no. hold grudges at all no no and obviously uh, Jeff being a resident of this parish do you have a car share or not or? Uh, no we don't, don't you? Jeff Jeff goes up uh, normally on a Friday so he's up there working on right. Friday and stays over the night does he? Uh, okay. on a Friday normally so uh, he's he does far more work than me so I, I yeah. kind of tend to drive up on a Saturday morning and if you could if you could swap all your media commitments now for one season at this level now would you take it Oh, I'd have to. Yeah, yeah, I'd have to. You know, I love the the media and stuff, but you can't. You, yeah, you can't replace walking out to a full stadium at three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. You know, that, that was is that a, buzz, is That it, was an amazing feeling. It yeah. really was, and uh, and that's you know that's the kind of the, the big thing you miss. Really, yeah, I, I kind of. Um, have quite a lot of mates, and I play a lot of golf, and you kind of get the, the, you know, the competitive spirit still there, and the and the banter on the golf course. Um, but yeah, I mean that dressing room, the, the dressing room stuff was, you know, it, it, it was it was quite something really. Yeah. It, was, it was brutal at times, um, but it was very very funny, yeah. and and something that will live with me to my dying day. Yeah, it's funny. I've got a friend who who lives in Selsey with Paul Hinchelwood, who was big Palace player, and yeah, and, uh, Paul, and, yeah. and and he delivers post now. Oh, okay. He's a postman, and I always say, do you ever feel bitter about the fact that you were the the right player at the wrong time, so to speak? And he said, no. He said, football bought me my house, and he said, and and, and you you can't look at it any other way, can no, you? I mean, that's exactly you know, you're, right. You're comfortable. You made a good living out of football. You you continue to work because you enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but I'm disappointed that we're never going to see Lionel Messi running a pub after he's retired. <laughs> that's, that's what. A, I, that's a very good point. Yeah. yeah. You know, where are the Matt McDonalds in this world that you went, went on to Worthing and ran a pub? Yeah. Lionel Messi's not going to turn up at your, at your front door and go, "Can you sign for this, mate?" Yes, you exactly. I mean? It's not going to be <laughs> like that. And uh, you know, but. It's just the way football is, isn't it? And it do you, is, th do you and, think and they will hit a ceiling? Uh, if you have to. You'll have to at some point. Um, you know, there's only so much money in the world. Um, I, I think perhaps, obviously, the uh, the TV companies are the ones that drive it all with the uh, the money that's paid for the rights to, to show the Premier League. Um, there's some signs of that slowing down a little bit, so I think it will have a ceiling. But, you know, you've just got to be, as, as Paul Paul Hedge was right, you've got to be grateful for, for what the football gave you when you're there. Yeah. You know, you can't, you, you can never 
be bitter about it because it doesn't do any harm. No. It doesn't do, do you any help whatsoever in your life if you carry that around with you, that resentment that, oh, look at these players, you know, there's, there's some really average players there and they're earning 20 times more than I earned when I was playing. See, the way I look at it is I probably earned more money from football than George Best did. Yes, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. Was, you know, and he lo- way, a lot more than Stanley Matthews than did as well. Yeah, no, exactly yeah. right. And you just you've got to play in your ear, right? You enjoy your time, and when it's over, you get on with the rest of your life and uh, and and just be proud of what you achieved. All right, Matt, stick around for just a couple more minutes. We're going to talk shortly. It's right below five. It's uh, 21 minutes to five. Uh, it's been great having Matt Lissus here in this afternoon. Now, we've got the Saints evening. It's 8th of November at the O2 Guildhall in Southampton. Uh, you and Mick, two of the most prolific goal scorers. How did this one come about then? Um, it was uh, another ex-Saint, Jim McCalliog, who's uh, put on a few of these events up in Scotland where yeah. he lives and, uh, and, and decided that he thought... Uh, might be a nice uh, to come down to his uh, old stomping ground, ground and, yeah. uh, and put on a little evening. So night uh, out on the town, a night out on the town with me and Mick. Yeah, the club's two highest uh, goal scorers. But um, yeah, Mick will probably remind me several times on the evening that he is number one. He is number one. And and I didn't just, yeah. quite catch him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all those uh, all those trolls on Twitter who reminded you how many more games you should have played for England. You know, it's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, it the, is interesting. What are we going to get on the night? Is it? Uh, are you going to go with the flow? I mean. Uh, you gonna, we, is, we it will, be, is it going to be unscripted as Soccer it, Saturday? It will be as unscripted Brilliant. as Soccer Saturday, yeah. It will be uh, just, uh, I think, very much like our football careers. Yes. Uh, it will be very much uh, off the cuff, and uh, Mick is a, a very good storyteller, and uh, obviously uh, there's, um, knowing Mick, there's probably... Bit of horse racing well, in there? I, I would imagine I'd there'll be imagine. quite a bit of horse racing, some stories from his training, you know, from the training days. And hopefully he'll, he'll drop us a few tips as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, not like the ones he normally gives me, which come about 12th. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's that's another story. <laughs> Talking of tips, did you see the Ryder Cup winning co- coming? Did you did you have that predicted? I did, I did. Yeah, no, I was. I had every every faith in the the European team uh, going into the tournament. Um, I know a lot of people were looking at the world rankings and saying how strong a team America had, but unfortunately, it's not an individual. Uh, competition, which they are very good in, yeah. um, and they've proved, especially over here, that as a team, they're, they're not as good as the European. That's twenty-five years, is it, since they've last won? There a was Ryder that Cup moment on the Europe, last so. afternoon where they just yeah, fell, there was, and again, it was the individuals, wasn't it, where they excelled a bit more? Yeah, absolutely. There was there was just a little moment where they, I think they were up in about six games and and uh, all square in a couple, and you thought, oh, this this might get a little bit tight here if a couple of the other matches yeah, yeah. switch around, but uh, now the European rallied again and um, no it was a, a terrific afternoon's viewing have you hit some of those uh, shots that, that some of the the likes of Molinari did at the weekend oh I don't know about Molinari's I've hit some shots like Mickelson's it's when he put it in the water I've hit a few of them <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that shot where he just conceded after the first was that early to I, I, I thought it was a touch early because you know golf's a funny game you know, and with his skills you, you know he can he can take a drop he can chip it in from there and, yeah. and people three putt from nowhere and especially on, on greens like that so uh, I thought it was a, a little bit premature, yeah. I wouldn't have done it. Come on, be I'd honest with me. Go. This night at the Guildhall, are you expect any Pompey fans to kind of usurp and get at the front to heckle? <laughs> well, there, there might be because you know, you know, I don't know if Mick likes to talk about it too much, but he did play for he the did. for the uh, blue yeah. half of Hampshire for yeah. a, a short while, so yeah. uh, there might be a, a few 
fans of his from back in those days that might turn up and <laughs> might want to throw a few questions at us or a bit of heckling. But it's going to be some night actually with yourself and Mick and then Jim as well. I mean, you know, that's no, it'll be lovely. That's you know, the real it, cornerstones of a certain era that Southampton fans will remember very fondly. Yeah, and it and it kind of the, the evening will span a, a long time in terms of the, the memories of Saints fans because you know Mick was you know started in the sixties and I finished in in two thousand and two and we only had you know a few years where we we kind of just missed each other. Yeah. So you know it was quite a big period of time where we get to uh, have a lot of stories and a lot of chat from we're on Facebook Live Eric Woods on Facebook Live asks the Holy Grail question what was your best goal you scored uh, that was my goal against uh, Blackburn at Ewood Park from uh, about 35 yards with uh, my good friend Mr Tim Flowers in that was goal Blackburn that day so that was that made it a bit more special you never let him forget that and absolutely not and vice versa he'll have a little <laughs> poke back about something else oh no he? he will indeed yes, yes he will. He, he's, he, every time I mention it he'll just go remind me what the score was that day yes <laughs> we did lose 3-2 <laughs> but yeah it's funny isn't it your best goal to be remembered that on a game you didn't actually win no absolutely so so that's there. so there's a, there's different uh, questions that get asked but so people ask me what my, my best goal was and so technically that was my best goal if you say what's, what's your favourite goal um, I, I think that's a slightly different question because then you're you're kind of into a goal that meant a lot more yeah. you know a, a goal that maybe won a game or or you know for instance scoring the last ever ever goal at the Dell which was just kind of fairy tale yeah, stuff yeah. and you know when people say what's your favourite that moment will live with me to my dying day Brilliant. 8th of November, Saints Evening of Football at the Guildhall with Mick and Matt. Uh, Matt, thanks ever so much for coming in today. Pleasure, mate. Good Who have you got on Saturday? Who are you uh, watching? I've got Spurs against Cardiff. Spurs oh, against Cardiff. So should see a few goals. By the way, happy birthday for week after next as well. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, another one on the, on yeah, the board. Big one it? as well. It is a big, big one, one, isn't it? Yeah, Don't just worry. behind you, mate. Just I, behind I, you. <laughs> I did it a couple of years ago. <laughs> it begins at that age. At uh, 40. Do you know, I'm quite, I'm quite happy. I'm yeah. not, I'm not uh, worried about the old age you know, thing at always, all. Do you know, I always say we've got here. Others have got to get there. Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of people that don't make it this far. No, mate. exactly. Malatis here. Thank you so much. Pleasure. This is Wave 105.